0: welcome to the show everybody this is uh we have to talk i have another dope guest um chef b this is someone i've known it's uh, another person i've known for a long time uh over 10 years 11 years something like that 11 12 12, 12, something like that so i've known this gentleman for a while and when i met him you know super quiet dude you know and, and and at that point, I didn't know what his aspirations were, you know, to become a chef, to become a culinary arts aficionado, the the, the enthusiast <laughs> of foods, the, the, the you know, the, the barbecue king, which he does more, the, I, no, no shots of barbecue people, he does it all, you know, the, that this guy did it, you know, he went to school for it, you know, he followed his passion, he at one point was a part of a different catering company. I know he leads a catering company for a company that we both work for. Um, and, uh, uh, he does his own side work, you know, during the pandemic, he had his own uh, uh, chef thing, with his recipes, uh, 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 menus and whatnot. Pretty dope individual. Um, he's gonna talk about that, you know. It also, he's a restaurateur, he, like, he loves the food. Like, me and him, we both love the food, man. <laughs> we both love to go out and We're gonna talk about all that. But first, Chef B, Brandon. What's, what's up, up man? Talk, 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 I'm doing good, man. Talk to us about this food. Like, tell him who you are. What, what, can, what, how did you get to this point in your life? What made you get into to cooking or culinary wow. arts? Go for it.
1: Where do I start, man? Um... So yeah, I, I, well, first of all, I was born in the Caribbean, St. Lucia. Yes, sir. <laughs> I moved here, you know, I remember this, I moved here August 27th, 2000, how I got here. So a little backstory, I was back home, I right, finished high school, what we call it? Secondary school back in the, in, the, in the, on the islands, right? Right, right. And, uh, my grandma came to me, like I bought a plane ticket for New York. I'm thinking, oh, it's a two-way, I go, I come back. Oh my God. So, so, so when we take it, not coming back to San Luis Wow. There was no, there was no precursor. There was no asking about it. It was like, listen, take it to New York. Okay, I know if you stay down here, you get in trouble. Right. Send me to New York, man. Right. So I moved over here in 2000. And, you know, I was there for a couple of years, doing nothing, like, you know, because I was, I mean, I've been to New York a few times, but, you know, I, was, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Right. And, uh, apply applied for for community college thinking I want to be a, a marketing person. Like I want to marketing. I want to like right. the billboards, that kind of stuff. So I did I did marketing, and then I went to Bronx Community College, and I got my associates in marketing. I, I thought I wanted to be like you know, like the guy wearing the suit, you know, in the office, or like typing of stuff. Right, right. I realized, man, that was not for me. That was not for me at all. So um, my 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 families, they they're big on food. Like right. you know, back and forth, different houses and doing dinner. And I realized well, that's my passion. So I, I, I enrolled in culinary school in Monroe College in New Rochelle. And I went for my bachelor's in hospitality management with a minor in culinary arts. And I think that's where the, the passion took off. And I realized what it could be. And um, I did that uh, for because I had my credit from Monroe, from BCC. So I did a couple of years in Monroe for my bachelor's because I already had half the credits. So I finally got my bachelor's in 09, I, I think. Right. 09, 11 years ago. And I graduated, man, you know, and I think that's where you really took off. Um, I was lucky. So my first real like, real college job was actually, well, I roof off with aid since 07 and I was the um the soccer instructor or mentor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You
0: Antoine. were you were the mentor first, then went to the soccer, then yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 So Jogis, Antoine was like the color of the arts person. I used to be like, yo, I can do better than this dude. Man. I, <laughs> but you know, that was his thing, you know, I'm like, all right, let me, let me just play the background, you know, whatever, until one time King Jovis, shot the Jovis man, he was like, yo, what, what do you want to do? You like what, what do you what do you study? I'm like, yo, I when they went to culinary school. And he never knew that. He never knew to culinary school. So I'm like, yo, why are you tell me this? Because you can do the cooking class also. So he gave me a shot at the cooking class with Antoine. I think we did like two separate classes. I think that's where, like, you know, my first, like, I guess like not real culinary job because it's teaching kids, but it was still like that first introduction to like, you know, really doing culinary arts on, on a regular basis. And in there, we met Judith. You know, remember Judith Rudge?
0: Yeah, I remember Judith. So
1: also, through the future, we met this, this, um, this I guess, mutual friend of ours, she had a culinary business, a catering business, and she like, asked me, like, yo, can you be an executive chef? Of course. So, so I we, we worked together for a couple, years Judith, um, well, a couple of years with Judith, well, with a couple of years Judith, and um, as a an executive chef, I think that was my, my, my first real mainstay culinary job. Ever since then, I've been, you know, in the field, um, I've been on True and since 07. I was the, um, instructor, the mentor slash color instructor. Then I moved over to next gen, which is a part of children's aid, the teen center. I got interviewed for the, um, the manager over there in 20, 2012. And I got a job and I've been there since as the, um, as a manager at you um, know of the catering company over there at next gen um that's pretty much my story man um i, I also work for as willing said so J. A. Hancock's company the knife company if you guys probably seen the knife company before i work for them as an instructor um, over in pleasantville so i guess I, i've been you know I, i've been fortunate to you know to get these positions um, i also do my my side hustle as a private chef yes you do and i work together we do many events in new york city private chef work and i'm working on a few more things you know for the future but um yeah i'm completely involved in this culinary arts thing um that's my passion i will do anything else people always ask me like what would you do if it wasn't if you weren't doing this i can't tell you man i can't even tell you what i'll be doing because like that's what I, I feel i always believe like if it's a doesn't feel like work you're not, you're not really working like I'm just creating stuff every day put me in the kitchen for like 24 hours I'll be happy because I don't feel like I'm ever working doing nothing like I'm I just feel like I'm creating stuff for people do that to be happy so um in a nutshell like that that's my my culinary art story
0: that's dope man to to find something that you love and do it Yeah. <laughs> like that's something that we all I mean, and I, I believe we all aspire to, you know, we all do want money. And we've all, most of us at one point want to wear that suit and tie and sit in the office and make lots of money. Then we realize it's probably the most boring job in the world. You know, I mean, where we, but again, I don't know what they do. So it might be the most exciting job in the world. It just doesn't look too fun. The money part sounds great, but you can also make money from being a chef, a, 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 an artist or a photographer. It's just, you have to, live that passion, and that's something I know that Brandon does. He lives that passion. You know, when we go to the house, you know, he's cooking. There's food there. You know, you made this. Uh, remember the steak you made uh, yeah. for 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 Manuel? I'ma mess with him. Man, he's like going yeah. away
1: before <laughs> he left to,
0: to Canada. <laughs> to Canada, exactly. So I want you to talk about like what is your, your what's your favorite dish to make if you have? Do you, or is there a specific? A uh, 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 cuisine? Are you American or are you uh, for, uh, 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 an Asian or a fusion? Like, what's your favorite type of food to make?
1: I feel like you know, for me, because I was born in the Caribbean, so we have a we have a heavy Creole influence. Yes, sir. Um, so automatically, you know, I think you, you think of Creole, you think of Down South, Louisiana. You know right, I mean? right, right. So I think that would probably be my. My biggest influence about like how I cook, right? Uh, I will say that I don't, I don't have a specific way I like to do things. I like trying new things. I like learning new stuff. Um, but if I had to like gravitate to one cuisine, it would probably be like you know the, um, the down south Creole because that's that's where I'm, f- I mean, I'm. I'm not from down south, but back home uh, our influence is in Creole, the French is a heavy influence on us. Um, those those spices and those those um, those so seasonings, I think I, where I gravitate towards most you know, when I'm doing stuff. But um, like I said, I like trying different things. I don't have anything I like to cook the most, like I said. Um, just like I, I'm heavily influenced by the French and the Creole um, cuisine.
0: I could dig it, I could dig it. So you said spices and I joking as I asked you this question offline. Like, yo, what's the purpose of paprika? <laughs> that's a serious question is because yeah, i've it used it place but it has its place um yeah what's this place <laughs> oh, they color coloring your chicken uh, some
1: people use it for color yeah I mean, the, flavor, the the favorite stuff is really really i mean you have the smoke and you have you know the um like the regular spanish paprika rice it's really a ground you know it's, it's it has this place you know when it's smoked Especially smoked paprika, you want to get that smoky flavor in it. For something Like, right. two, you know, uh, like uh, meat, it has that smoky texture to it. If, if it's smoked paprika, obviously. But um, that's basically in the corn yeah. not paprika.
0: I'm trying to I'm trying to figure it out. I think one like, like many, many years ago that I used too much paprika and I actually tasted spice that one time. Other than that, <laughs> other than that, I was like, this is all it does is color my food Like nothing against the paprika uses or paprika. So, you know, you do have your place, you know, like like Brandon said, like look for the smoky one. Maybe that will help out even more. Yeah, so yeah. and so I, I, I like to cook myself, but I'm, I'm not the I mean I'm, I'm pretty good I burn it down but I mean I'm pretty yeah. sure not, I don't I'm not as good as you are. Uh, and what are your favorite seasons? Are you just a salt and pepper guy? Do you throw some garlic in there? Do you throw some basil? Uh, what do you what's it?
1: So I think it really depends on what I'm doing, right? You know I I talked to my friend a few days ago, and you know when I was growing up you always want to season things like heavily, right? All of the, 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 the um, and there's a place for that also. There's a place for like heavy season stuff, right? Uh, the, But in culinary school and growing up, like you learn, sometimes you let the the product speak for itself.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Meaning, like, all right, like a piece of steak. If I grew up back home, back in the early nineties, you know, if I ever had a steak, it would be seasoned for like three or four days in advance. Yeah. Yeah. onions, garlic, and that tastes good. Don't get me wrong. The onions, the garlic, the pepper, you know, all the kind of the back home spices, the thyme, like take the fridge for like two or three days and marinate in there. But I learned that, you know, sometimes the, like the product speaks for itself because you want to taste the meat itself. You want to taste the vegetable. So it really depends on like, what I'm cooking. Depends on what will kind of like dictate the spice that I want to use or how I'm doing it also. about real estate, pepper and salt, and, that, and that's it. That's it. That's if I what roast you need. If I roasted chicken, I would I would like I did yesterday. I would add a and more spices in there. Let's see for a couple of days or a day and a half or something. Mm-hmm. Then roast it for the pan seared chicken, chicken breast or chicken, whatever it is, pepper and salt, and that's it. And then i a make, a make a pan sauce to, to get a chicken flavor, because the chicken has a sort of good great flavor itself. Like you want to mask those flavors. Now, that, that, that's really what it is, like masking flavors. You want certain things to speak for itself. But like I just said, I think seasoning stuff is, has its place. Some of my favorite seasonings to use, um, depends what I'm doing. So, I, I mean, I like thyme. I, mean, I think time is like a really Caribbean thing. If you don't cook with time in the Caribbean, you ain't really Caribbean, man. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yes, sir. My mom, yeah, my mom. Um, I'm a big fan of
1: cumin, curry, um, coriander. I, I can go on, smoked paprika I use. <laughs> smoke paprika. let little smoked paprika. What would I stop using with seasoning salts, like the adobo. Like the yeah. These things. Um, I have a whole of spices that I use all the time. Like I use all um, spice, um, cardamom, like it really depends on what I'm doing. So, my like a favorite spice blend, it, it depends on what I'm trying to make,
0: honestly. Right, right. I remember one, my mom, well, my parents are from Belize, so that, that's Central America, and they won't fall in line with the Islanders. If you if you meet a lot of them, they have the, they have the thick accent, so you won't think they're from Central America, you would think they're from the Islands. So all, all the spices and everything you talk about, is that's just my life, you know, it was a combination, they're British Creole. So it's a combination of a variety of food, foods, you know, the Spaniards were there. So there's so many uh, different flavors there. And I'm glad that you said even like watching my mom growing up, wat- marinating chicken for a day and a half, like mm-hmm. you know, with, with the, with the, with the salt and the pepper and the, and the onions or what have you. And like, you know, I had to, I didn't, un- at that time, I didn't understand what she was doing until I got older and I had to get in the kitchen myself and figure that I out. Few,
1: I think also spices. I think there's a, for me there's two categories right there's spices and there's seasonings right the spices i use like the dry stuff like it's yes the, you know the, the cumin coriander curry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when i say seasoning now it's a blend of like maybe fresh fresh peppers garlic onion
0: that's that's my mama <laughs> puree, together,
1: puree together and you know um celery and sorry sorry um cilantro everything together and then season the chicken. So chicken went wild, season weathered, and seasoned. So they're, they're, they're spices. Dry spices, and for us in the Caribbean, we say seasoning. That's a whole different thing.
0: Yeah, I know. I know the language. I had to. I always talk about you know living two different lifestyles. You know, because I was born here in the states, but my boy, like I said a moment ago, my parents are from here. At home, it was the Belizean lifestyle. So when I would go, I would go to school. Everything was still foreign to me for a while, and it was like trying to learn two different ways of thinking and two ways of doing things and understanding, like you know, language vocabulary because they say something different at home and I get there and I'm like, that doesn't add up <laughs> at the school. <laughs> what you just said makes no sense to me. So it was like even though we we're speaking the same language, we weren't speaking the same language. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. And so oh, if you break a season and then- Something is different than back home. Like,
0: yeah, no, is. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> and so that, like, again, I had, like, I, I had to figure it out. Like, I didn't know. Again, because at home you think it's commonplace. Yeah, you think it's like, oh, everyone does this. Then you go out, wait a minute, I don't do that. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, that don't look right. You, you, hold on, what's what's going on over there? Like, that's how you make your rice and beans? That's how you? That's how you make your potato salad? My mother doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm not eating that.
1: I'm
0: not eating that. <laughs> so, is it? Is, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, how how do you feel about? these uh competition shows or even like well how do you feel about the cooking competition show do you think they're they're good do you think would you participate in one
1: I mean I think it's for entertainment I, I mean honestly um I spoke to my my cousin actually he went to one of the shows I think it was much of his chopped or iron chef where it looks like you know we have first of all our to do stuff is not about the time to cook five dishes right no I know so, that <laughs> um yeah, I don't think we could find issues in another right right and tell me that for these shows the chefs know what they're doing already so if the, if the ingredients is like you know celery then know they have they already have five dishes that they want to do everything is in the kitchen for them already it's kind of putting it together right so I, I do like I love it's for, it's for me those shows show that for like entertainment right I love, I love watching them. Right. My favorite show, back was an old Irish show. Right? Not the American show, but an old, old Irish. Right, 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 right. Obviously, he was an Asian, but you, they were trying to get English for an American um, audience, right? So I do love the, the, the shows, because you like, like it's fun to see what people do. Um, I'm a big kind of Big Bobby Flay. Right, I think, right. I think a lot of these shows, everything's like pre, pre-planned for them, because you can't tell me you go to a kitchen and uh, they get you really good at, like, you know, for his show specifically, right? He may give me the um first mm-hmm. ingredient, but it may be like, you know, cheddar cheese. You, you could kind of freestyle somewhere in the kitchen, right? But for the part two of the show, when I say like what 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 your dishes, and I say I'm I'm making like, you know, for me, if I say I'm I'm making like stew chicken from the Caribbean, like chances are like I'm I'm gonna have to get some stuff in the kitchen first of all to right. make it my way. So the other show, like I say, is for show, but I do love watching them. I, I love seeing those shows. I love watching B-Bobby Flay. I was a big fan of The I Chef. Uh, I love, my friend one was actually Chopped. I love Chopped a lot. I would do a show like Chopped. Just to kind of see, like, first of all, how I stack up against other people. And you, when, when you watch those shows at home, as, as a chef, I, I think, all right, the think this, like, you know, you know, carrots, chicken, you know, whatever the four, the four things are. Like, I just kind to think in my head, like, what I would do, I'm on my couch so I'm, I'm i'm thinking that way but in the moment it's a whole different vibe where like the you have, pressure yeah, <laughs> yeah, the pressure is not that different so i would like to see how, how i stack up in that moment um so i got i, I like for, the, for the question back to question i think they're you know, great for the tv i think they're great for the for the, for the audience for the, for the for the business of food um but I also think is a big part of it is for the show, you know, there's so much, there's, it's about showing audience, but it's a, it's a great thing for the the business culinary arts.
0: So the next thing when we get off of this, we're going to get you an application with chopped. We're going to get you on there and and, and we're going to celebrate you there. So um, let's segue into, are, are you a utensil guy? Do you have like a ton of utensils under the, under the kitchen drawer? Do you have like, like, what, or do you have like one tong <laughs> one knife like what do what you like I, do you have that 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 rollout set of knives and tools
1: i do so my knives i think you know like any any business right whatever you have to do um uh, like for you we do fashion we do art i think um if you're a basketball player if you were a chef if you you have your tools right so for my for my business i have knives like i bought my knives in 06. So I haven't had my knife for like 14 years right now, right? Um, so I do have my open city knives so that I always carry around with me. Um, I think I have like the basic tools. I would not have like a, the fancy like you know stuff. I feel like you know, I'm I'm, I'm a big old school fan. A chef knife is one something I really need. That that that's the one tool that you really, really need. Um but I do have the little things, little knickknacks here and there. But I think I have most of like, the basic stuff. At-, at the end of the day, man, you know, you could have all the fancy stuff. The food has to be, you know, but I do have the thing that you need. The tongs, you know, the grater, the whisk. I have a few pots and pans. But at the end of the day, it's about what you do and how you do it. Um, so all the fancy tools sometimes just isn't relevant.
0: No, absolutely, because you know I also do photography. Also, though, of one of my many, many things. Like having the that that more, that super expensive camera doesn't mean you could outshoot me. Exactly. <laughs> Trust me, doesn't mean that you can you can produce a, a better image than I can. Trust exactly. me. So <laughs> that, it does not That's mean funny. that. Yeah. It's so it's about you know figuring out the basics and mastering the basics and moving on, but going to the top and say I'm going to spend all this money because this person has it. That's yeah. because they have the money to afford it. Like exactly. that, that's that's yeah.
1: why. For me, like I would love the other other fancy stuff. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not knocking it, but I want to try stuff like, sometimes. No, like, yeah, so yeah, It's not about me knocking those things. Like you know, I don't need like you know these fancy tools. No, absolutely. Like, so, like what do I need right now, like, if, if I have when I get a bigger place, I'll definitely stock up on certain things that like I feel like I might, I might need, like, you know, immersion circulator or, you know, my, my goal one, you know, basically the ice cream maker, you know.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that, like, do you, do you have a KitchenAid at home? Do you, are you into the pastries? You do have a uh, kitchen aid?
1: Yeah, of course, yeah. I think that's, that's a very essential tool in the kitchen. Like a KitchenAid. Like, you need a mixer. Plain simple, you need a mixer. That's, that's just plain. To me, a mixer, and the blender, the two tools you need, I think.
0: So, do you that's suggest it. someone go, go straight for the the kitchen aid, or is that what you're suggesting? Yeah. I know that's uh, like the top. That's I, the that's the thing right there. Do we go? Do are you telling us to go straight for the KitchenAid? the kitchen you, aid? I'm sorry,
1: have to. I think I've been in the kitchen for a very long time, and wherever I go, wherever I work at, you, you see two. I think the kitchen is like the the one in in, in its field, right? In its okay. class. That's yes. <laughs> yes. There's no comparison. That thing is like a workhorse. Yes. I would say the Breville is a really good, really good um, uh, brand for for mixers. We'll say it again.
0: Breville. Breville. Breville.
1: B-R-E-V-I-L-L-E. Breville.
0: Breville. All right, so y'all are gonna look that up. I'm gonna look that up too because it's the irony of it all. I actually bought a KitchenAid. Yeah. Um, it was on sale. It, it, it was it, The original price was $500. I paid yeah. $200. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, yeah. Black Friday's coming up and Prime Day's coming up. So get yeah. yourselves a KitchenAid. <laughs>
1: I have mine, and I think, like I said, man, it's the most reliable, I think. the So what, that KitchenAid, I think of Vitamix, the two most durable tools like well machines in the kitchen so
0: so the breville and the kitchen a so i got to give me a breville right That's far I can, like you okay like i got
1: it and as far as the blenders a blender you have to have to get a vitamix
0: vitamix all right so these are three things we got to make sure we have in our kitchen especially if you think if you if you think you really can do it so we got to have the breville the kitchen and the vitamix and the Breville is like that. the Breville is so if you can't get a KitchenAid, the Breville is a mixer also. Okay, so all right, so the so those are the two options, either yeah. a Breville or a KitchenAid. So luckily I have a KitchenAid, I don't have to get the Breville. So the next, the next, mm-hmm. the other, the partner, the side, the side partner would be the the the, the, the Vitamix.
1: That's the uh, best blender in the.
0: Okay. In- OK, all right, because I have like a, a ninja, so <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have a ninja. So, you know, I, I use that. But I would, But yeah, the, the, that, so this is the part I want to I want to segue into to a passion I mean, outside of I love eating, cooking, but yeah. the eating part, like the restaurants, mm-hmm. like do you love restaurants? Do you like restaurants
1: mm-hmm. like I? Well, for me, so I love to obviously go out to eat because for one, it gave me a chance to like try different things and see how it's done. Right. I think that's what I always, always do. Whenever I go someplace, you know, of course it's about the drinks and you know, the, the, the laundry, like people's, but it's always about like, all like, right, like how did they make that stuff? Right. Like we went to, we went to a Budokan last Friday. Right. And the strength, I thought about, okay, how they made it, how, how could I replicate the exact same thing? So that's, that's part of like, you know, why I like to eat out. Um, but also it's about like, especially now, man, with the pandemic, you want to help people out so much as you can. Right. So kind of like moving forward, fast forward to today, I feel like it's, it's important for us to have to go out to eat because it helps a business stay afloat. And not not, not not the big, you know, towels and blue cards, but the little mom and pop shops, little mom and pop spots. Right. That need us to um to be in there. Uh, definitely, squad um, to support them because I feel like it's important. Right,
0: right, right. No, I mean, I, I I also do that when I go to a restaurant. Well, I do support the the mom and pop shops. You know, I'm big on that because again, like you said, they they need the money just as much as the, these these uh, larger restaurants who are under conglomerates of other uh, mm-hmm. like the 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 Tao Group. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they're all under these one. You know, these uh these conglomerates. You know, but. I love to eat out, you know, and like you said earlier, like sometimes I'll go to a restaurant and I'm like, "Wow, I'm going to try this at home," just yeah. because, like, you know, I want to see and 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 is plating important with mm-hmm. Chef Brent? Is that is that important and why so? What plating plating the food? Oh, uh, listen, man, like plating. So obviously,
1: the, the the main thing about the food, the way it tastes. I think second thing is the way you plate something.
0: So can you can you explain to the listeners what plating is,
1: what that is? I mean, <laughs> it's like how you put the food on the plate. That's what that's what plating is.
0: Yeah, it's, it's placement <laughs> of the food. <laughs>
1: you understand? So uh, I I have a, so there's two, my, my thought about it, right? If you obviously come down to like how the food tastes. Right. Uh, but like, like we always heard before, we eat by our eyes first. Right. So, looks good on a plate, chances are it'll probably taste good also. So I think plating is very, very important because, you know, it just it makes what you what when we make, it makes it look even better when it's cleared nicely. Right. I can pick it, I can make it, you know thick. If I store it on, on, on any plate, it's it's, it's, or it's whatever. If I make it look nice, that gives that that, that food even more elegance to it. Like it make you want to eat it. I'm sure up in a restaurant, right? We're sitting down with our friends or our, our, our partner, whatever it is, and the plate passes by you. And you see how it looks like, yo, like, what is this?
0: Yo, because, I've, I've done
1: that. <laughs> like, it looks so good. Why is everybody ordering it? Because it probably tastes good, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's one that I think plating is, is super, super important in the industry. Um, what I don't really, I, not that I don't really care for it much. I like seeing it, but those over the top, you know, Playing things like like the one piece of asparagus, the 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 class of I like it's cool to look at. It's pretty. I, yeah, it's pretty. I, <laughs> I love watching it. Is it my kind of my kind of stuff? Not really, but I do love seeing it, though.
0: It's an art. Plating is an art. It's a, it's a, well, it's called culinary arts. But that, that right there is an art in itself. It, it's about presentation. One of the things I've done at home, coming chef, if you do this at home, like I have, like my kids have, like their old small little bowls, I would take the rice. Pack the rice in it so it forms a shape, and place it on the plate. So you have like this this circular. You you home. You do. Have you done that at home?
1: (laughs) I can't say. I'm talking about. I can't say a hack. To be honest, I feel that you know. I might. I might get them them flack for that. (laughs) I feel that super. You know like the Spanish spot.
0: <laughs> oh, I can dig it. I can dig it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. I understand. Yeah. What I'm going to say, I mean, like, so in, outside of that, I also use the pot spoon to shape, to form. If it's like, if I also, like, it all depends on what I'm doing. Like, I, I've tried different things to make, to make it as pretty as possible. Because I'm no, like, yeah. this,
1: that's for some, man. you can definitely keep doing that. man. I'm not going to say like one of those things, rice is like one of those things you just put
0: in the plate, man. you don't have to. Get in the plate. No, I dig it. Well, I wasn't only talking about like rice like that. I mean, rice is one thing, you know, I use that for rice. I like for mashed potatoes, I'll, I'll shape. A, I'll, I'll make a dome shape of some sort with the with this, with the pot spoon or what have you. Uh, and, and, but you are right. Some things like mashed potatoes or rice, it all depends on you can just dump on a plate, but mm-hmm. I've seen it and it's like the rice kernels all over the place and it freaks me out like just put my yeah. <laughs> let me move my rice kernels all over the place like like let me do that yeah. like you know green so like I I guess I like I, I've done that for myself whether it's using a, a small bowl or, or a cup or even a pot spoon just as like I mean I want you to feel good when you're eating Mm-hmm. I want the person who's like, "Oh, you took time," and I say that no. And this isn't a shot at anyone. This is just me. If I'm sitting in the kitchen, I'm bored and I, and I have extra time, I'll just yeah. do it. If I don't have extra time, like here's the plate, you know. But am the kernels aren't everywhere. <laughs> the right. <laughs>
1: nah, I, I get you. I get you though. It's, it's, a, it's a place for it though. So, for you.
0: so, would you start your own restaurant? And if so, what would that look like? Would you do a diner? Yeah. Would, yeah. You do, uh, uh, oh, mm-hmm. would you do a fancy? What would you do? I don't think I could,
1: I don't think I can, uh, not, not that I, can, I can't do it, but I think for restaurants, you know, you look at the way, the the base, the to me, I feel like restaurant is just it's a beast that you have to put a hundred percent in. Yeah, imagine yeah, I'm I can't do it, but I feel like where am I in life right now? I, I, I've seen people suffer and lose so much for this thing. And I believe my passion is not, is not opening a restaurant. That's my passion. Yes, our restaurants serve food. My passion is in food. So for me to open a restaurant, like I would, my passion is not to be a restaurant owner, if that makes sense to you. My passion is in, is in food. So if, if I'm creating food in, 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 in any way for people, like I'm satisfied. Because I really believe that if I decide to open up a restaurant or try to open a restaurant, I believe the food will suffer a little bit. I'm worried about expenses. Oh, right, right. I'm not worried about these things. My passion really in food. So to answer you, answer. No. would I open a restaurant? Probably not. But I would definitely can. I would definitely always be in food somehow, some way. But right. my goal right now is to really build my private chef work, doing right. different houses um, and going to different people's houses and. Like that's where my that's where my energy is right now to build myself. Okay. Up. So.
0: Well, there is a restaurant in Harlem called Bell's Bell Harlem, I think it's called, and the the chef is a private chef. He only does he only opens it. It's a restaurant and it only seats about six or seven people. Yeah, and he only opens it by appointment. Like you can only get there. You can. He's a private chef, and like you can only get in this place if you get a reservation. Like, right. you know so I, I've eaten that and, and and listen to you talk you know and i and I, I don't understand I, I see why you wouldn't want to because it's, it's it's your life, yeah, you know, opposed to like the the chef at bell where he is a private chef and he's like, yo they like, you have to get on this list to get in here so to guarantee that you know to to, to your point like that it, it isn't it's your life, but it isn't your life. Like I'm yes. cooking for these these people, this this group of people, on this day, and then if the rest of the week I'm closed down. The rest of the week I'm closed down. Like, was that would that be something you'd be interested in, or would that would that fall more in line, or still no?
1: Uh, yes, it's still it's still a uh, it's all right. I would say if I get a partner, like a business partner to open up with, right? That definitely like because you know then we pretty good, But it's for myself to open it, you know, solely for myself, I just think that you know. The way to the, cut the industry is going right now you see so much stuff happening and i don't think that it's in my. I won't say it never happened.
0: Well, I know now. I'm talking about post pandemic. Post pandemic, when we when we out and about. Well, I mean, again, no no pressure, no pressure. It was just an idea as I thought about again because like, like that chef, he's he only they only sit seat about six or seven people in there. And you have to get a reservation. Like you have to like get on this list to get in there. So it's actually, like,
1: also like is, is what those people covering the cost of like. Having the doors open,
0: I think about these things too. Yeah, the, you know, yeah, the price of the food too. <laughs>
1: you know, food is you know is it covering its cost, especially in, in Harlem and in Manhattan. Right. No.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe that's a that's a question for him because like um I'm actually gonna. Yeah, cause that, that's the question for him, and I, and I'll, I'll see if I can reach out to him and see what he how he's doing that. Um, so we're gonna move on to the, the 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 we we learned about about the cooking and, and, and your aspirations and you know and and so forth. I have this bowl of questions that I for every episode where I ask the guests, and there's three questions you have to answer. You can pass once, right? Okay. You can only pass. We can only pass once. Some questions may be problematic (laughs) and you can pass, you know, but, but, but guess what? Whatever question you answer, I'll answer. So you want all you want on the spot by yourself. So I'll put myself out there. This is about getting to know you, having a guest get to know you. And and granted, I do know you, but there's something I might not know. Like, Holy crap. I didn't know that. (laughs) So are you ready? Remember you can pass once, but there's three questions. All I right. So. Well, let's see what happens. I, I already know the answer to this one cuz we know each other. I'm going to ask you anyway to make this easy for you. That's good. Uh man. milk before the cereal? let Or yo, cereal before yo, the milk? I, <laughs> I know the answer friend, already, but
1: I have this friend we argue about that. Can I connect with you? Man?
0: No, you you're an adult. Go for it. <laughs> yeah.
1: We argue about this shit. All-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right. My logic is right. Cool. If I get a bowl of cereal, right? If I put the cereal first, like okay. I can't see how much milk I have in there. Okay. I put my milk first. Okay. My cereal after because I wouldn't say like if I want to like get a cup of milk, right? Right. Like that's what I want. Now, if if the cereal is already in the bowl, I can't see what's in the bowl as far as when the milk goes. <laughs> <laughs> so I put my milk first, milk <laughs> cereal, and nobody could tell me shit. <laughs> no, I'm right.
0: Next question. Uh, I, I already knew the answer because we had this we had this discussion before. <laughs> and, and I think you were the only one who said milk first. You know, like I'm like, I'm like, oh my son's wrong with this guy. But, <laughs> but I am definitely a cereal first in the milk in the milk second person. I just, I don't know why I just, for me, that order just makes sense. Like when I see, when I see people like you pour the milk first, it freaks me out. I'm like, that's too much milk. <laughs> like, what are you why doing? You it first, that's <laughs> why you it.
1: So you see what's going in there.
0: Do so you see? All right, then you can determine. How I'm like, I'm like, all right, okay. Exactly. All right, all right. It, it's funny that that one came out first. Like I really the answer to man. that one. <laughs> Hold on, what's this one say? <laughs> oh, okay. If you, Chef B, could create a themed event or party, what would it be?
1: A themed event.
0: Of and you problem. can pass if you want. It's up to you.
1: No, no, no. That's, that's an easy question.
0: <laughs> no. i got to get your problematic one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of the problems over here. Um, a themed. So, automatically, my mind went to what we're trying to do with me when Josh you know, do this whole, like, you know, collaborative, like, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Fashion. Flavor Buzz. I forgot yeah. to mention this is one third of Flavor Buzz. I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Go ahead. The, you know, the uh, the the fashion slash photography slash you know, obviously like cooking. Right. Thing. Right. So it, it would, that's that's where my mind went to right away. It would definitely be something like that, like an event where it could it, it, it links all three of us together somehow, some way. Right. Um, right. And we have to do it, man. It's a happy it's, no, it's, it's going to happen. It's gonna happen that'll be my thingy event like an event where we merge fashion photography and hungry arts into one big event.
0: right
1: right 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 Oops. i don't know how it looks how we plan a little bit to see how we're going to we we're going to go right so, you know, there's an idea behind it but we have to continue like flesh it out to see like where are going to build them but that'll be my thingy event like a fashion photography okay. food thing the three x
0: so, uh, well, the peanut, My bad, my bad. It's the It happens. I, I, we let you pass. We let you pass because it's because you put that milk first. <laughs> so, as far as me theme, I'm all about themes and concepts, and it all depends on the person. Like, um, I would love actually, I would love to probably do a. a, a a photography theme, similar to what you're saying right now, but but having it where it's like everything is, is, is set up where it's like almost like a red carpet, where even the food gets displayed as, as on a red yeah. carpet. Like, I just want to I guess that that would be the theme, like, you know, like like Oscar or Grammy or, 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 or something like that for food. Mm-hmm. And you come in and you, 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 the food is the highlight. Yeah. You know, and you have your camera in your hand, and you're taking pictures of your food, and you're, and you're, and you're also critiquing the food. Like, you know, I should have asked this question earlier, but maybe I can still ask it after this. These I wanted to ask you about: what do you think of food critics? We're gonna to get to that in a minute. As I, I want to, like that just sparked in my head. But yeah, yeah. something based on like, like celebrating the art of food.
1: Yeah, man. Go probably to Lady Gaga, here, that, that that meat dress you wore that that, that one Grammy. Do like, I- <laughs> the food, you know, kind of link everything together, man.
0: <laughs> All right, final question from this batch, and then I'm gonna ask that other question. Let me see, dude, you got some of the easiest questions, dude. Yo, you lucked out, yo. Damn. All right, here we go. And I think I know the answer to this one, also. Brunch or dinner? Ooh,
1: good one, though. That's a good one. That's, that's good one.
0: funny that you got these three. <laughs>
1: it, it's, it's fate, man. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Like, honestly, man, so if I pick brunch or dinner...
0: Yeah, man, you have to pick one.
1: Shit. I th- all right, let me... All right, let me... <laughs>
0: let's, let's
1: start, right? I think it's brunch. So when I think of brunch, I think in like, more of a party scene. Right, so for me, I I love brunch right now. At my age, I love brunch. I feel like it's a gathering. Yeah, like yeah. One to two and a half, when you go out to eat at that, that time of the day, right? I think that my logic behind it is that I can drink as much as I want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's about it, right. the food, it's the <laughs> drinking. <Exactly.
1: laughs> but like four five, it's still it's still daytime. I can go I can go home and rest. <laughs> you get a certain age, yes, exactly. Still four, five, six o'clock in the afternoon. I'm still, oh, it's that early. You see? it? I don't have grounds for that. Uh, um. But I feel like with brunch, you're going to expect certain things, right? You expect the eggs, you expect, you know, these right. things, this regular... Most brunch is pretty much the same menu. You have the eggs, you have right. the offers you have something yeah. like, you know, eggs, like, something like that. But, you know, you really go to brunch, not necessarily for the, the food itself, but for the camaraderie. The, pizza, the atmosphere, right, 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 yeah. right. With dinner, it's more about like, yo, I want to eat a particular thing, like I mentioned. Right. If, if if we go to brunch as, as fellas, I never ever look up look up the menu to see what's being served because I don't care. Jimmy's me it's about, I'm with my boys. We're gonna have some fun. I can do it, we're gonna drink. Right? When we go to dinner, I always look at the menu to see what I'm gonna eat because it's about the food at this time. Right. Okay. So that, I think that, that that's the main difference with brunch for me at least. With brunch and dinner, I think it's really about the obviously it's about the food. So if I had to pick one. So like I would, I would probably go with dinner, man. Like I would probably go with dinner. I do love brunch though, but I'm all about the food, so I think brunch is a bad rap because it's, it's like mediocre, like stuff. Yeah,
0: stuff. brunch is a food, bad though. rap. Yeah, depends where you go. Yeah, um, with dinner. I think that's it's about the food,
1: and that's where I'm at. It's about all about the food, so um, I I I'll, I'll go with dinner. <sighs>
0: Uh, this is a tough one for me listening to you talk Because I thought I had the answer for myself But apparently I don't um, <laughs> It's a tough one You brought up some good points and the, the most important point you said is that the Brunch gets a really bad rap because you know, you know, you go on uh, on social media, and, and and people are partying and what have you, and they're turning up, and it's not about the food, it's about the environment, yeah. you know. And I love food, so you know, unlike you, when I when, wherever I go, I look at the menu. I don't care where I'm going, I'm looking at the menu. So <laughs> looking at the menu, so and and I think that's where, like for me, where it all depends on where I'm eating brunch at. Where I would I would choose yeah. brunch first yeah. if it's a chill atmosphere where with good food, where open space, you know, when it's isn't too loud, I'm gonna go brunch first because of the reason you said I get to go home early, <laughs> enjoy yeah. the rest of my day and take a nap. So yeah. that where that's where I would um, only choose brunch for that depending on the on the on the space, but the rap around brunch is that the most of them is about turning up and, you know, and partying, which I'm not knocking, you know, and then the food sometimes isn't as as good as it should be because they focus more on the the drinks. Yeah. You know, but to your point, um, I I think I may have to go with you on the dinner now. You know, I I feel the same way only because of the bad rap. Like if if brunch, if it wasn't about the turn up, it probably would be brunch because of the reason of going home and having yeah. the rest of my day to myself. <laughs> and, you know, it's like,
1: I mean, from, I mean, you probably know this. I mean, we don't go to, like, no regular-ass place to eat. Nah, we don't. I mean, same thing. <laughs> those days are, like, a few years in the past. Like, yeah. certain place, that like, yeah. this could not go. Not because I'm over it or I'm above it, but I'm above it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'm above it. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm above it. <laughs>
1: Like even with brunch right now. In fact, if I go to brunch right now, it's probably with some place that's like, really really nice. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, absolutely. But like my, my point stuff is that it's, it's about the food itself, and like I'm all about the food. And wherever I go to eat, it's definitely it's, it's going to be dope. Like playing right, right, like right. Dope stuff. Um, but for me, like my passion is about like you know more like the like a dinner. Like so, brunch is cool. but no, I, I, I dig I'm, it. learn stuff when, when I go to eat at dinner. Certain places, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's where. But listen, man, brunch has its place. Like I will do a brunch any time of the day. I mean, any day of the week, um, it has its place. Don't get me wrong. I'll prefer for for dinner only because of the food. I'm going to be getting.
0: Yeah, I, I think I have to agree with you on that. You know, I'm a bruncher myself, but. I think the dinner. I think the dinner wins. You know, it's intimate. You have the 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 lighting is for you in, in your group, whether it's you and your partner or you yourself, or you and your group. It's all about you at that moment, and not about the table next to you and the table. And during brunch, it's about everyone in the in the event. Not all brunch places, but that's how it's perceived to be. I went to a spot one time. I forget. About, I know where it is. I forget what
1: it's called, but it was some off the West Side Highways, like maybe like in the twelves, like twelfth Street, Eleventh Street and they had a really good brunch. I'm gonna go back there one, I'm gonna find a name for it, I'm gonna go back one time. But like it was a restaurant, but it's like a, we went for brunch, my, my homeboy went for brunch one time and it was like, food was just off the chain, man. And like, that's where you get like really properly made brunches, Like where it's not about like, you know, the uh, omelet, they throw like, you know, pre-chopped peppers in there, pre-chopped yeah, yeah. Um, mushrooms in there. It's a, it's a really crappy sandwich that they made with, a, with the egg sandwich, and it has a really, really properly, fried egg and like homemade sausage and like some kind of like, you know, apple relish. You, know, it was really, you see what I'm saying? These things are, I love these things. To me, it's nice, not about likewise, not about the, you know, the, the turnip, it's about the food. when you make it a craft sandwich where it's like homemade stuff. I appreciate that stuff. Cause to me, it's right on par with the dinner menu where it's a properly made dinner. So like that spot I went to, it made proper brunch. Um, so these spots are really, really, Dope to me, but you know, in New York City, when you have brunch, probably you think of the turnip, the mimosa that comes in the picture, or there's, yeah. a, or there's a picture of that. I don't think about food, I think about brunch. I think about quality. When I say dinner, it's about like properly made food.
0: And we, we are knocking the turn up, turn up, have fun, enjoy, you know, do your thing. We're not knocking it. And then and that's the thing. Based on what you said, Brandon, about, you know, these particular restaurants who take their meals to the next level during brunch. They don't want to be caught in that that brunch scene, so to speak. Um, That's why I look at the menu. <laughs> so I want to see if, you, if, if, if your egg is different from everyone else's egg you know how you cook your egg is a different styles you know is that is uh, is, your, is your bacon where's your bacon come from you know you know how are you preparing it you know those are the things that you know like you said if, it's, if this if the socks is grinded up in the back by you sure. like those are the things that i look for when i look at the make. because i go on to the about page and yeah. <laughs> start reading their bio and i do that with Trust me, restaurants, if you're listening to it, I look at your about page. Yeah, you're not yeah, even going your Yelp. I go on Yelp. I go everywhere. I'm 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 looking. Yeah. Yeah. Like Absolutely. E- e- even if this up. I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I
1: know I definitely I, I get I definitely understand what you're saying. You know, I, I definitely look up for restaurants so if I if I go to it, if I look up something that I want to eat, I look up first and read about it before I even step foot in there. Um but like I like I was saying, man, you think about brunch is a different vibe. And like I said, there I love a good turn up brunch. Don't get me wrong. Like we all do. I get, I'm not I'm at above that no, absolutely. Uh, the party. And like, I love that, 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 atmosphere and it's, in it's right time. But um, like, I just pray for a dinner really.
0: Right. Right. So I have, uh, uh, so those questions are done. I do want to ask you a question, uh, about the two questions before we go to our final question. Um, what do you think? Of, what do you think of food critics?
1: You know, people, you know, I I watch a lot of like shows about food critics and people could really make or break you. Yeah. Restaurants, you have to be careful because I forget, I mean, I watch a few shows about food critics, right? And uh, there's one show that I watched. um, I think it was uh, about, I think it was called About Grace. This guy in Chicago, really good chef, worked at the French Laundry, worked with Thomas Keller, he worked with some, some really good, you know, chefs right in his in his career and he opened up a spot under his house well i guess in his building a very very small restaurant he opened up he served like seven course dinners you know really really fancy and his whole thinking was i have to please a food critic not, not about his customers like, I best like, the a food critic she was coming tomorrow night at five i have to make sure i do this for him is what he says to make or break me. And that's sad because at the end of the day, if you're a restaurant business, right, your main focus is about pleasing the, or your overall customers, not one person coming in one day a week and say, well, this thing is poorly made or this, this, this you know, this character, you know, whatever it is, because these people really read these things and write these things in the newspapers and could really, really take you down. After you putting like, you know, 15, 20, 40 years of your career, of your life into one thing, one person come and say, like, you know, you know what? And you can have one bad day, just one slip of you know, on one day. We all do. They came in that restaurant and they threw a bad review about you. And that really fucks you up because and to me, that's sad. So I don't really care much for food critics. Because if you are a chef or a person in the food industry, you should really cater to your customers. So if I have a guess of 10 people coming here and saying, hey, Brandon, you know, I think, you know, do this differently. I'll I'll take it to account as opposed to one motherfucker coming tell me like, hey, on this night, he made, you know, a overcook, you know, you know rabbit, or whatever it is. And I think that's sad because people really put their, their, their blood, sweat and tears into that stuff, right? And put tears and blood out there for, for a restaurant and for one guy or one woman to come and say in the newspaper, like, you know, this guy made something terrible or not to their standard and that alone could take you down. It's sad, man. It's really, really sad. And this guy lost his wife over of his restaurants. He lost his not not his kids, but he lost obviously that 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 marriage. Right. That he worked hard for because he tried to please a food critic. And to me that's sad, man. I I, I, I don't necessarily care much for food critics because if if not in the industry, if you're putting like forty years in, in, in the kitchen, you can't tell me certain things. Right, you, you know what it feels like to be in the kitchen from like from from five in the morning, doing these things, and not sitting for like three or four days. Right, you're trying to think of like a menu to put together, and you come in and tell me like you know, because of, because of, based off of your palate, this thing tastes good to you. That's sad, man. That that really take you down, and you, and you see like it, that. I forget the guy's name but the restaurant, was it was called For Grace on Netflix. This man lost his wife, lost his kids to a restaurant and because he's trying to please the food critic. And he like, he got the restaurant, he got the Michelin star that he wanted, but you know, what's what's more important to you, a Michelin star or your family?
0: Family first, everything else third.
1: <laughs> like Kanye said, what's, what's the pain or the hangover? You know right. what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta really choose those battles, man. Uh, so as far as food critics, like, I don't really care much for them because my critics are the people I cook for, not one that right. like, you know one time or one chick coming at one time and tell me something. I'm cooking for the families I like, or, the, or the people in the neighborhood. These are the critics you need to worry about. Mm.
0: So my other question is, and it kind of correlates with the, well, not necessarily food critics, more like uh, people who go out to eat because, you know, we love to eat. We love to go out. Is price an issue for food purchasing when you go out? to like do Is that, a, is that something that... That deters you from going to a restaurant, or do you fully understand that like, you know I'm gonna pay for what I pay for? Um I never
1: have an issue with price. Right. I am a baller, don't get me wrong, I'm not a baller. But you know, do my you see the, the thing about when you work in the industry, you know obviously I know what goes behind doing these things. Right. And like to price things at different prices. Right. Granted, there's sometimes because because I know what it takes to make certain things, I could tell you like if I go to order you know shrimp and you know like from like like con right right right, right. I had five shrimp on the plate and I had like you know there was some some garnishes on there there were radishes on there I could tell you like I, I can't tell the exact price but I think it cost 35 bucks for that 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 one dish right make it probably cost them no more than $7, probably. Right, 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 right. But I'm, I'm okay with it because, once again, you have people working hard in the back of the house, doing right. that, so right. I can't price a, a five jumbo shrimp for like 10 bucks Right. I can't, I can't cover my course of, what, of everything else I have to do. Right. Yeah. So for me, prices are never issue. because I know not just paying for the food, you're paying for the atmosphere, you're paying for, the, you're paying for everything else that ever comes with the restaurant that you're going to. So for, for me, price to me is never, never an issue um, as far as when it comes to food. I mean, obviously, I I'm not a dollar I do have to watch what I spend when it comes to food. But I never have an issue with a restaurant charging, like, you know, Fifty-five bucks for a, a properly cooked steak. You know, I, I'm 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 okay because I know what it takes to get in there. I know what it takes to make that stuff, and I know what it takes for these you know, these chefs in the back office in the back room mm-hmm. at four in the morning to peel a bag of potatoes. I, I understand these things. So
0: right, right,
1: to yeah. yeah, that's why my- <laughs> come to talk <laughs> about prices. Right, I do have a big fucking issue with buying a bottle in the club. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a whole year. That's <laughs> that's not
1: the issue. And if you are there, don't
0: spend five fifty on a or, bottle. On a twenty dollar bottle. <laughs> Them
1: they're buying stuff in wholesale. you buy <laughs> picks, Yo, they Migo, they go. They fifty milliliter bottle. They probably, they're paying probably paying like for that bottle, maybe maybe 35 or $30 for 30 branding in wholesale. But yet, yeah, you buy a bottle that costs them $30, you buy it for $500. Do not do that when you were younger. That was cool, but if you were 30 <laughs> and above, there's no reason why you should buy a bottle. Let I me mean, a story, right. Story time. So, go for it. A couple years ago, right, I went to when we went to my friend had a birthday. We went to um, Reading, Essex, right? We went for brunch actually, right? So we go in there. There was about eight of us in there. So, so we had the, they gave you the complimentary package where you pay. I think it was per person. I think it was like eighty-five bucks per person. So we all we get. You know the, the five different things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the like two bottles of champagne to kind of spread between with the eight of us. All right, cool. So. The the menu came for the bottle prices. It was a bottle of I think it was I want to say maybe it's Patron or Casamigo. I think it was like five fifty plus tax for two weeks. So we probably paid like $5.25 five five four twenty five all together. Like yo bro, I'm not paying five hundred dollars for bottles. So well, what we did because he was it was her birthday. We took one of those those gift bags. Right. Went liquor store next door. <laughs> the for fifty four dollars. <laughs> put, put it in the gift bag. Take it back. So take it back upstairs. And drank from that. and they, they couldn't tell what was in there. So we, we put the, the we put the particular we, we emptied the water pitcher out. Yeah. <laughs> so 50 so, as a fifty four dollars. Man, listen, do not buy the bottles in the club. It's upper
0: ripple. <laughs> <laughs> do not buy the bottles in the club. It is a ripple. I agree with you. I agree with you. Again, you go into a, a wholesale place, and the bottle is wet. It chops down from you get from, from fifty five to thirty-five, you know what yeah, saying? Yeah, and and and, know. and and they and they charge you three fifty or four fifty. Like they make it a killing, boy. Like like they make it a killing. I ain't mad at them. If somebody gonna spend it, spend it. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: don't do it. Nice. And, but I mean you, you buy a, a drink in a in a restaurant, you pay twenty dollars. But you know, like these things I'm okay with it because it's a well crafted drink. I'm not, they there's no mixes in there. Like I'm also okay with paying $20 for a cocktail if it's properly crafted. You know, no, I, absolutely. I'm big on crafted cocktails, I'm also big on like, you know, Probably made food, so I'll, I'll pay the money for it.
0: Presentation, yeah. people, presentation—that that, that's the most important part of this craft. It's all an art, whether it's fashion, photography, cooking, or color, I'm sorry, uh teaching—it's all about presentation. You gotta put up you gotta put the product out there, man. Hey, exactly. like, I'm I'm talking street talk right now. You gotta put the product out there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta exactly. put the product out there, man. Um, one other thing—I mean, when, let me—did you said something that because like you. No, we we and I've gone out to eat and I and and, I, and separately also and I agree with you about the I'll pay the price. What I do don't what I don't like is when I go into Yelp Reviewers and they give the restaurant one star because either they got too much food. I'm like, you got a lot yeah. of food, so you mad? <laughs> yeah, true, or, or the price was, the price was too high for, and, 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 but everything was great. Everything was great, but the price was too much. But didn't you check the menu before you get there? Didn't you know that the price was going to be this before you got there?
1: And I've never looked at a Yelp menu to determine where I'm going go to eat.
0: No, that doesn't, I don't know no, no, the term no That
1: doesn't. It's one person. Now, I mean, there are times where like, you know, I think Yelp is doing like the whole like, with um, discrimination they'll put it out there now for a restaurant. So that's something I'll definitely check out if I go to eat. So if I go to the x1z restaurant, it says like Yelp put it in there, you know, this place has been flagged for, you know, discrimination. Then I'll take that out into account. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah.
1: But with, as far as the regular customer going to eat and putting in Yelp, like I had a bad experience, that's your experience, man. Like, yeah. Yelp, that's not mine. You know, I, I've seen Yelp reviews of people, of places I've been before. I had a great time in there. Likewise. Okay. Your time may be bad, bad for you because whatever reason, maybe you expect certain things from people like that they can't give you. Because some people are very, very... Um, Particular? Demanding? You know, demanding. Yeah, demanding. <laughs> they want certain things when they want it. But right, right. Once, once again, it goes back, I'm in the industry, so I know what these guys are going through every day, man. So right. I understand like why they do certain things for, you know, if, if this man tell you, yo, so some, some people, so it can be something simple as like, they order like, you know, the chicken with the broccoli and the potatoes, right? But somebody's like, yeah, I don't I do want potatoes in my, my, my gin. Can I have, um, can I have like, you know, uh, you know, a carrot instead and say, I can't do that. Now they matter to the waitress or the waiter because they-, they That's how the
0: dish is prepared. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so you can't mad about that because that, that's how the dish is prepared. If I decide to like, I mean, that all goes like these like very, very upscale restaurants, right? As as a chef, as a you you are artist. So yeah. if my dish said, for example, for that, I'm using what I had in Friday, it had the shrimp, they had the the, the radishes, and the, so I had um there was um some um some pecans on there, right? Right. Sorry. If I don't like pecans, not because I'm allergic, they don't like it. I say, hey chef, I don't want that for my plate. He says, no, you cannot like you know, do that. That's his vision of how it should look. Maybe because when you put everything together. It tastes. That's why somebody puts Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And so if I took out, you know, the um, the pecans on there or the wallet, sorry, whatever whatever was on the on the plate, like the whole dish is out of whack now because yeah. that one thing is missing. So somebody right. coming in as, as a as a patron maybe be like, "Yo, I don't like the fact that they told me I couldn't take out x one x y z off my plate." But man, you realize when you put it all together, it makes one cohesive dish. I mean, it can be these little stupid things. People want to give you a bad help, yelp if you want. And I, I think that's, to me, that's super corny. But I do also do believe that there are restaurants out there who do shady business. And I and there's a place for like complaining.
0: Right, right.
1: At the same time, you know, majority of the time, it's just somebody being very, very demanding in particular that wants what they want and we have to realize. That's something that's not
0: It doesn't hurt to ask if you don't, you know, Want something? Cause you're right. You are the you are the patron. You are the customer. But at the same time, it's that person's vision. If you ask and they say no, it can't be changed. Then it can't be changed. She's like, I can't go in your house and tell you I don't like your food, right? <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? Don't eat it, right? That's what you are gonna tell me. You're gonna say don't eat it then, you know. And I understand. Oh, I'm paying for it, but then you know you're going in. It's still their business. It's still their idea. It's still their craft. Like it's like going going and, going to buy a painting and you say, oh, I don't like the color green. Yeah, right <laughs> it's,
1: it's,
0: it's so like what it's like crazy, like then, then don't if you don't like it then don't buy it like if you <laughs> it's that's simple like like you find something on the menu that you want like don't go out of your way you can ask but don't go out of your way to 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 make it difficult you did to enjoy yourself you did to experience something yeah. you know in in, in and that's where I have the issues with people in their reviews. But forget those people. This is about us. This is about you. Um, we're we're kind of almost wrapping up. So this is a what I want you to do right now is the the theme of the show or the shows we we have to talk. But the theme is let the world know. And I want you to take a few minutes to think about, three seconds to think about what do you want to let the world know? It could be something about food. It could be something about life. It could be something about transitioning from a new country to here. It could be something about sports. It could be, or it could be like bad relationship advice. What do you want to let the world know?
1: Wow, that's a tough question, man. Um, I guess for me, I, I don't really... I think, all right, because the times we're in right now, you have to, It's a saying, right? You don't know what somebody's going through. Well, I'm not sure what goes up exactly. It's almost like be kind to people, they not sure what people are going through. Right. And I feel this in this day and age in 2020, you know, we have to be especially this year, it just seemed like everything is like threat us at one in one shot. Whereas like the year began with, you know, David Stern. Then, you know, for me, the biggest loss, not one of the biggest loss, but for me, then you see Kobe pass away as my favorite player. Then you see Pop Smoke got killed. And but right, right, right. this whole pandemic thing, but some people passed away because, you know, how the country is handling this whole thing. Right. Uh, only because of the time we're in right now, just be kind to people, man. You never know what people are going to internally in their houses. Um, I work in the foster care system. I work with young people, as you, as you know, man. And I feel like we have to be kind to people. We have to help each other out so much. Um, I've been away free meals every week to the community because I feel like when the had the pandemic, man, I was, I, people, when people work from home, I was going to work every day. Cooking a meal for the community every day of the week at my job because I feel like I could have easily stay at home and be like, "Yo, I'm home," like a lot of people did. and but to me, is it, it was just something that it wasn't planned. It wasn't like you know, okay, let's do this. It just came to me naturally where I felt like, even though my friend was ragging on me, like my 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 homegirl, she was in the the healthcare industry. And she always like, you know, stay home, bro. Like, why are you going to work? But I felt like I had to be out there for these people who didn't have anything. Right. Right. I've been blessed so many ways to have what I have in my life. But some people just not as fortunate um, to be in that position that I am in. And I felt like if I had to be out there, yeah, I'd work, cook a meal for these people every day. And giving that to them, putting myself in, in, in harm's way to get the virus. Because I mean, obviously I wore my mask, I wore gloves, but one slip sometimes of, you know, not when a, a mask could got me sick. And by the, by the grace of God, I man, I haven't gotten sick. And I, I always, I was thank the man above for that. You know, when that's out there, giving you know, people, I, I never see my life, a meal. I'm coming, you know, within six feet of them with a the mask on, Don't getting wrong. But still, you just never know, man, so I, you know, I think people need to be me just, just be kind to people and because you never know what people are going through in, in this world. And, um, your words come sometime a single thank you or like you know, or, or you're welcome to mean so much to that one person that, right? you know, it's like that can make a change for them. Um, so I think that's what I, I guess I don't know if I answered your question properly.
0: No, you, no, question. you did, you did. You want the world to be kind. You know, you want the world to say hello. You want the world to say thank you. Like we're in a tough time in this world where we we're focused on, and there's nothing wrong with you focused on yourself, but if it's about human being human and reaching out to your, to your fellow brother, sister, or whomever to say what's up, because like we're so fixated on this person's against me or this person doesn't want for me. We don't know what we want for each other. And yeah. so someone says hello. Someone says, hey, can I, you need help carrying that bag or, or just thank you. Like I'm big for saying thank you and hello to people and, 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 and chatting up with people just to, there's people sometimes, you know, like people, like when people say to me, hey, how, how are you? And I say enjoying life. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that's a term. I might not be enjoying life, but that's a term that I've, I realize that when I say that, people start to smile. But they get happy. Like, wow, thank you. I'm going to use that, you know, in just, just being positive. You know, And Brandon, you know me. I talk about being positive. <laughs> you it's know, I'm God.
1: not saying. It's one God. We give away food every Thursday. So I have a thing. I give away food every Thursday. And this one guy, he he comes in every Thursday and takes food to his wife and always comes back after and says, hey, my wife loved this. And that, that means the world to me because, you know, these people I, mean, I want to help. Um, I have, I want I I to say something to you. I forget what I'm going to say, but... Um, but yeah, man. Like just, just be kind to people because you never know what people are going through. You never you know. That means thank you for being I mean, like, That's simple. Like you know, hey, here's a has a warm meal for your family on Thursday. Don't worry about anything else for the day. You know, your meal is covered. That 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 that's the world to people.
0: Pick up the phone, call a friend. Even if, even if you think oh. they're they're they Go ahead, go ahead.
1: Talking about this, right? So the reason why for us the fellas, right, me and you, Manny, Josh, Ed, and Luke, I always push for us to link up because. Even if we see our group text, like, yo, let's let's link up, you know, whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Because to me, that's our way of always. Be around each other, right? Because I've seen so many times where like people are like, Yo, let's link up, and it never happens, never happens. And then, right, tragically, sometimes somebody gets sick, and then then now we all link up. Somebody. That's it.
0: No, don't link up, yeah, like link up. Yeah, he's, he's absolutely right, that's how I was alluding to. Like, call, like, you know, check in on your friend, like, even like we have Zoom now. Get on Zoom <laughs> if you can't, if y- I can't see each other, get on Zoom, get on whatever platform, FaceTime each other. Be kind, you know, reach out to someone that you probably had an argument with that you forgot out why you had an argument with. Well, you say hello, you know, be kind to each other, man, support each other. You know, if you never know who may need that, that hello, you know. Right. So B, Chef B, <coughs> share your contact information with the people. Like, how do they get in contact with you? If they can book you as a chef, uh. A, you know, or, or if you if the, if there's a uh, catering company like like what? Do, how do we get in contact with you?
1: I mean, it's pretty simple, man. You know, so my Instagram is the real chef B. That's called one word, the real chef B. You can maybe hit me on there. Um, my phone number's on there for business, you know, inquiries. Um, I'm I'm open to do different events. Um, Easy to reach. Um, once again, this this the real chef B. At, uh, at, um, on Instagram and the same email, the exact same email, the real chef be at gmail.com. If you do want to, you know, reach out to me for any questions about certain things, um, that's 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 pretty much how it can be reached.
0: So please reach out to the guy, he's a good chef. Um, and know my palate, you know, is pretty good. You know, I love food. <laughs> what I meant saying, to say it, I would, I would, if I didn't like it, I would say it, but he's a, he's a good dude, good individual, um, hardworking man, you know. Uh, from another country, like you know, like my parents from, you know, and, and those are the great people. All people are great people, so I don't, I don't want anyone to think I'm targeting you know, them. But all people are great people. But this is a great individual. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, you know who I am. Uh, at on the Instagram, it's uh, at just um, at just underscore shavar, and on Twitter, if you just want to write to me, it's at shavar. Um, but yeah, guys, that was this show. You know, thank you, Chef B, for coming on and sharing your story. I think it was was, was great. You know, where you came from to where you are now, you shared a lot that a lot of a lot of words that you that I've heard coming from my parents, like secondary school. Cause you know, that that's that's not that's not an American term. You know <laughs> hearing these things Where you know, or important to me hearing your story about you know why you do what you do is important and I hope whoever's listening to this he said it at the he ended with be kind you know be kind listen support share love yeah, See you guys next time we'll hear you guys next time <laughs>